ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day on Wisconsin On Demand is brought to you by Canopy Wealth Management, helping you achieve your financial goals with confidence. Canopy Wealth Management. Care. Competence. Clarity. It's not just a tagline. It's a promise. Go to canopy-wealth.com to get started today. David Gilrath from the three. 
Badgers bowl eligibility and should Paul Christ be on the hot seat? 844-770-3776. That's your ticket into ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. So, Monte, I'll start with you. Should Paul Christ, your former offensive coordinator when you played, be on the hot seat as the head coach of the Wisconsin Badgers? Uh, here's here's the deal. I think what needs to be you know added to the question is is a little bit of a, a, a fact here, which is we are the Badgers are zero and eight against ranked teams um, in the AP Top 25. Uh, I mean, this is not going in the right direction if you were looking at this program. So is Coach Chris in the hot seat? Absolutely. That seat's on fire. That seat has got to be on fire. Now is McIntosh going to make the decision to go on with somebody else? Possibly not. Probably too early for that, knowing that Mac is in his first year. But who knows, man? Who knows? I think it's a brilliant question, and, and to answer it, Absolutely. That seat's on fire. That seat is on fire. It has to be, right? I mean, you need accountability for what you're seeing on the field, and the product you're seeing is not Wisconsin football. This is not the brand you expect when you talk about Wisconsin football, especially the the, the opponents they've seen early, right? I mean, the three of them have been ranked, Penn State, Notre Dame, and Michigan, all top 15 teams right now as it stands here in uh, in Week 5. But I – I don't understand the the simplicity mm-hmm. that we're seeing offensively, right? I mean, the offensive line is certainly an issue. I think this is the worst crew you've seen up front, and you're seeing rotations. I mean, you're not seeing consistency from the offensive line, and that is not Wisconsin-branded football. Uh, you like the ground-and-pound game, but that's still been rough uh, since the Eastern Michigan game the last two weeks. It, it just hasn't been successful. Graham Mertz goes out with an injury today, which you hate seeing, as he started to, it seemed, get a little bit comfortable. But nonetheless, this was a really rough outing again for Wisconsin, and especially in the fourth quarter. They've just stunk in the fourth quarter this year, uh, allowing 18 points in the fourth this week, allowing 30 to Notre Dame last week. So it's all been just uh, nasty stuff. Yeah, is it is it conditioning? Is it is it? I mean, are these players finishing, are they finishing through their drills in practice? And when I talk about finish, don't just finish to the cone, finish past the cone. So, I mean, I just don't understand what's going on with the, with their stamina or their focus um, as they get into the red yeah. zone and as they get into the fourth quarter. 844-770-3776 is your way into the show. We'll start with Chris in Mount Horeb. Chris, I ask you, should Paul Chris be on the hot seat? Well, in, instead of answering that question, I, I want to, you know, I've, I've been doing a little thought ex- experiment with myself, and that, and that is, okay. if, if if we had Jack Cohn as our starter, would we have beaten Penn State? I think the answer is yes. Now, yeah. yes. we have beaten Notre Dame. I think the answer is yes. What would have happened today? I, I don't know. I think we have a better chance to win. So I think it goes back to Paul Christ made a fateful decision um, you know, last year not to put Jack Cohn back in the starting lineup. Jack Cohn transferred. And, again, I think if that, that fateful decision would put us in a very different position today about Paul Christ and the whole program. And, Chris, so while I agree take. with you, well, you know, while I agree with you for the most part, you do understand the complexity of that situation, right? I mean, obviously, it's, oh, it's the highest-rated quarterback that ever comes in. He lights up Illinois. Right. It's hard to bench him. I understand. I agree with you, right? You win that Penn State game with I'm Jack Cohn. I'm not saying he made the – I mean, he had, had he had he put Cohn in and benched Mertz, Mertz and Mertz transferred, he would have got criticized. It was a – Yeah. 
it, right. it was a lose-lose situation for him. I mean, he was just Completely. he couldn't win. But the the reality is, if we look at the situation, I think you know. And I'm not saying you know. Again, very tough decision. I'm not criticizing him for the decision, but it goes to your original question. Um, one player is making a huge difference um, in in this this season, and. Um, you know, I don't think I don't think you because of one player and that decision, you know, Paul Chris should necessarily be on the hot seat. I understand, uh, Chris. Most definitely understand where you're coming from, but I mean, we can't we can't ignore the offensive line. We can't ignore what's going on up front. Is 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 Mertz getting comfortable back there? Is he not working through his progression because he always has somebody in his face when he's trying to get set? Uh, but I, I really want to know your your thoughts on that. What what, what you're seeing up, up front? It sounds like Chris is gone. Thanks for the call, Chris, from Mount Horeb there. 844-770-3776 is your way into ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. We're live at the Draft House in Verona, just trying to break down what the heck we just witnessed. Again, for the second week in a row, this just doesn't feel like Wisconsin Football. We go to uh, one of our one of our weekly callers down in Fort Worth, Texas. Our friend Scott on with us here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Hi, Scott. That What's one was on? rough. Yeah, that was that was great. That was great. When, hey, Monty, missed you last week, man. Where were you? Yeah, I was. Uh, someone covered for me, man. Someone covered. Oh, we, we, we have a nice little system here where we rotate. But uh, let us have it, man. Let us have it. Oh. Well, um, I, you know, last week I was complaining about you know Mertz, and I wanted to, you know what what was the harm in, in calling in in Wolf, and uh, I take that back. Uh, Wolf, I thought looked a little better, but they both suck. They they both are terrible. Uh, I think <laughs> Wolf's probably a little bit more mobile of the two, which maybe maybe brings another dynamic. But to answer your question about Chris, I said it last week. I'm going to double down on it. He doesn't have the team prepared to play. You get your butt kicked two weeks in a row. You know what? I meant to mention this last week, but I didn't, and I, I was—I wish I had mentioned it. I'm this dude. He can't recruit. That's what I'm starting to think. The quality of the players looks like it's diminishing, and I don't know how much say Jim Leonard has on who they recruit defensively. But hopefully, he's having more input than or letting him have the reins do that because the defensive side looks, you know, way better. And I know they've given up mm-hmm. a lot of points, but the offense is putting him in terrible positions. You know, short fields for the other team. The only thing that the defense isn't really doing a whole lot, but I'd like to see him get a little bit more turnovers. But, yeah, Chris, hot seat, both cheeks, bare butt, now <laughs> he should have been gone. He should have been gone. But I don't really think he can recruit. And I think that's evident by the way the offensive line has been looking, his record over the last two years. I said last week, Monty, I don't know if you heard it, I don't know what he got to do, what he had to do to get the job in the first place. He hadn't mm. done anything as a head coach before. Mm. Yeah, he was a great offensive coordinator, I guess, when he was there with, with Barry. But – as a head coach, he's proving it now. He can't recruit. He can't coach him up, clearly. And when, when can we get – I see week in and week out, teams have good quarterbacks, strong, solid quarterback play. doesn't matter who. Why can't we do that? Why can't we cultivate a quarterback at Wisconsin? Mm. I mean, golly, I mean, you can't count Russell Wilson because he just stopped by for a year. But it's so frustrating because the quarterback play totally. is single-handedly costing this team – and I'm not a big fan of the wide receiver core either. That's just me. really but, that surprises me because I think Danny uh, and, and Pryor are both really solid wideouts, but they just haven't they, been able to execute. They don't get separation, you know. I, I mean, sure. Cephas was a good, I think, a good. You know, obviously he's in pros now, but 
Right. Uh, that might be in his, you know, I think best skill position recruit that he's ever had. Um, I, I, I know it's debatable. You just, you know, different times, different era, different linemen, you know, different team composition. It is what it is. But uh, I'm getting numb to the losses now. Normally, you know, like you lost like this, back to back, I'd, you know, be on suicide watch or hanging out on a bridge. But no, today it's like I think I'll go shopping after the game and not let it bother me at all. That's Scott from Fort Worth. <laughs> he just always brings the juice. Appreciate the call as always, Scott. Um, yeah, no, he's clearly not completely numb because he's still calling us, 844-770-3776. And the frustration is understandable there from Scott, right? I mean, the quarterback play has been completely subpar. And, I mean, you don't want to see your starting quarterback go out due to injury, which is what happened with Graham Mertz today. So if there's any updates on that, we'll keep you posted as we're with you until 430. But, uh, yeah, he, he's right. I mean, overall, um, this this team just hasn't been able to find the juice offensively. And, right. you know, we really haven't seen it for, for a couple of years now. Absolutely, yeah. One thing I, I, I will, uh, you know, disagree with Scott on is the wide receiver core because yeah, uh, I watching last game, Mertz was a little late on some of those throws where the receivers had separation, but they had to continue to come back to the line of scrimmage because the throw was late. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I will disagree with Scott on that, but I most definitely feel his pain. Feel his pain. Uh, this this should not feel normal. No, it should not. Absolutely. We'll get to one more call here before we get to break. We'll go to Pewaukee. Steve, you're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. How are you? Uh, good afternoon. Doing all right. Um, I'm going to start the conversation with a question. Sure. Who is the best quarterback that Chris has had at Wisconsin? Uh, as a and, head coach or as an offensive that. coordinator? And I say that because I think a lot of the Grand Merch issues is the fact that he's always had game managers. He's had guys who, you know, run the game, avoid turnovers, and just manage smartly, hand the ball off. And and I think the play calling and the scheme and the coaching to somebody who's more pro style, someone who's got more of Merch's ability has to adjust and change, and I don't think that's happened. So your answer is yes, that he's on the hot he's seat. He's on the hot seat. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I, I really believe that. Okay, so my question to you is, if, if you are Chris McIntosh right now, if you're McIntosh that's right now. That's the issue, right? Do you make that decision being in your first year as the AD? Do you switch things around that significantly? Well, I, I, I think if I'm the AD, Chris and I have a long conversation about the direction of the, of the program and, sure. and what he's going to do and what he needs to do. And uh, I, I don't think you can demand or force changes, but I think you have to make an argument that things have to change. Got it. Well, that's Steve from Pewaukee. Appreciate yeah. the call, Steve. Um, that's actually an interesting discussion. You know, mm-hmm. who, who is the best quarterback that Paul Christ has seen as a head coach? You really only have two options, right? It's Jack Cohen or Alex Hornibrook. Um, but who was this quarterback at Pitt? Was that Tom Savage by chance? Uh, who was that? Ooh, we got to figure that uh, out. We'll because... do that in the break here. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, keep the calls coming, 844-770-3776. If you're on the line, stay on the line. If you're not on the line, you can also get in via text message. We'll read through, through some of your tweets and texts 
next and will continue to react. Is Paul Christ on the hot seat? Let us know. 844-770-3776. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day across ESPN Wisconsin. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Wisconsin Badgers have lost their eighth straight game against the ranked opponent. Wow. This, so we're asking you, is Paul Christ on the hot seat? 844-770-3776 is your way into ESPN. Wisconsin College Game Day. Brewed by Coors Light. We're live from the Draft House in Verona across ESPN, Wisconsin. Man, oh, man, this has just been. Uh, that stat. Yeah. says a lot. Eight straight. That says a lot right there. I'm sorry. You don't really need to look at any other stat than that. When we come across a ranked team, we do not win. That's completely correct. Those... How do you make it to the college playoffs if you cannot beat ranked teams? Yeah, we're getting to your tweets and uh, <laughs> texts here in a second. You can text them as well, 844-770-3776. But ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day is brewed by Coors Light. There's only one beer out there that's literally made to chill. And that's Coors Light. The mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way, you always know when it's time to chill. When you need to hit reset, just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado, celebrate responsibly. All right, let's dive into some of these texts and tweets that have been coming through Uh-oh. because people are hot, Monte, and Uh-oh. I want to get your reaction to some of this. Doug in Sheboygan, Doug in Sheboygan excuse me, chimes in on the text line. Of course, Chris should be on the hot seat. This is not Wisconsin football. They look terrible. Too much talent for this performance. Totally outcoached by Harbaugh. He has no fire. Mm, no fire. I, this conservative play is not working. But then again, by knowing the game of football, we can't get to our bag of tricks. We can't get to our misdirection plays if our first and second down plays are not performing, if they're not working. So there's so much that goes into play here, but absolutely, yeah, Chris is on the hot seat. I love Chris to death. Love that man. But you got to call a spade a spade. He is on the hot seat, absolutely. And, 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 and I think there needs to be some conversations happening up top. Dane helping us out on Twitter. He, he uh, tweeted us the Pittsburgh quarterbacks Paul Chris had. I got it right. Tom got Savage right. one year. Uh, Tino Sincere his first year. And Chad Wojtek. Uh, in 2014. Look at those stats. Savage were, was really, I mean, uh, Sinceri was very impressive in 2012. Savage was really solid as well in 2013. And Wojtek yeah, was kind of down the middle. But nonetheless, appreciate Dane chiming in on Twitter. You can get at us at ESPN Madison, at ESPN Milwaukee, at Alex underscore Strofe, and at Monte Ball 28 oh, yeah. on Twitter. Um, another text, Drew and Madison said, Chris is on the hot seat as far as fans' opinions go. That's true. Yep. Unfortunately, there's no way he's fired anytime soon, given his record since he's been in Madison. It's clear, however, he can't win big games. We mentioned eight straight losses to top 25 opponents and can't develop a quarterback as none of his quarterback recruits ever got better year to year. And that's accurate, right? You think back to Alex Hornerbrook. <laughs> Did he ever get better? Did he ever make a no. substantial jump from year to year? No. No. Did Jack Cohn ever make a substantial jump when he was in Madison? No. And no. has, has Graham, Graham Mertz has debatably regressed Absolutely. in his two years as the starter. That's something that we mentioned before where it's have 
name me a quarterback in Wisconsin history who we've, we've watched develop from year one to year four or year three. Uh, it's very, very difficult to figure that out or to find somebody. Um, but with that answer, Coach Chris is absolutely in the hot seat. Now, is he going to get fired? Possibly not. But that seat is on fire. Absolutely. All eyes are right there on that seat, and it, it's, it's a burning. Who's the greatest athletic director in the history of Wisconsin athletics? Barry Alvarez. And what was he not afraid to do? He was not afraid to make be a aggressive. Splash. Right, make a splash, be <laughs> yeah. aggressive. Yeah. So there is an argument for Chris McIntosh to go ahead and make a splash that's here. That's true. Early. That is uh, true. Whether that's a demotion similar to the one Joe Rudolph got <laughs> or if that is a, a firing, which I think is more likely than, than a demotion for the head coach. But nonetheless, I, I think if, if, if Chris McIntosh wants to come into Madison as the man and make a splash, and make a splash I like that. I like that. I didn't even think about that. Well, Barry I, did the same thing. Exactly. So we'll see what happens here as, as the season rolls on. They still need five more wins of their eight remaining games to be playoff eligible. Mm-hmm. Or, um, so, And Drew and Madison chimes in. Our pal Pat Richter was the one who hired Barry. So <laughs> uh, also a good point. Pat Richter is Touché. the godfather Touché. of Wisconsin Athletics. So uh, we go back to the phone lines now, 844-770-3776. Travis and Madison, you're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. How are you? Good. How are you guys? Not too bad. Really Thanks. Good. What do you got? So I was just thinking, I've only been a Madison uh, Badger fan for the last four years now. Okay. Madison really got me into the college football game. But, uh, you know, Chris Paul seems to me kind of like Matt Nagy, just ruining quarterbacks. I feel like Bram Mertz, he had a lot of potential, you know, coming out of high school, one of the number one picks we've ever had. Yeah, And you're going to run the ball 40, 50 times a game. Why not give this guy a chance? Why not start him off slow, dink and dunk it for a couple six, seven-yard plays here, and then later in the game, you know, drive it down the field. He obviously has the talent. It's just so depressing to see potentially this great quarterback who could be great just get ruined possibly by this offense. I don't know if he's going to be a hot seat. I mean, who could you replace him with? Is it going to be better or not? But so, Travis. Like a- Travis, am I understanding this correctly? You are blaming uh, you are blaming Paul Christ for Graham Mertz's lack of success. In my opinion, not a hundred percent, but I would say like seventy. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Appreciate the call, Travis Monte. Do you agree with Travis? Uh, I do. I do. I do. I do. Uh, again, he, I'm sorry if I'm putting you in a top, top no, no, spot. No. I know he was like your OC. But. I, I like it. No, 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 but you're right, though. I, I, Chris, Chris knows the deal. Chris knows I respect him as a man, as a human being, and most definitely as a coach. But got to call a spade a spade. He is in the hot seat right now. He knows it. He feels it. And um, he's, he has to perform. If you're going to demote Rudolph, then I think the same treatment needs to happen for the head coach when the team's not performing, when the team's not even winning at all. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with <laughs> I mean, it's certainly been a, a rough year so far. One in three, the Badgers are uh, through four games, five weeks of the college football season. Tyler on Twitter says, this program needs a new voice. Chris should be fired at season's end. Jensen says on Twitter, 
Can they please fire Joe Rudolph? He's been awful, and the one thing he's in charge of is the worst unit on the team. That's Which, uh, he's not in charge of special teams. I just want to point that out. <laughs> that, that is the worst unit, <laughs> absolutely, and we haven't even gotten to that yet. But that's actually a fair tweet right there. Um, not to, listen, I'm not yeah, uh, with, 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 with Coach Rudy, but <laughs> got a Michigan guy. Well, one-man show walking in here. But, um, yeah, with, with Rudolph. Yeah, he was demoted, of course, from OC to now, I think, run game coordinator of some sort. And the guys who he's in control of, who he's coaching, are not, they're not doing well at all. That being the offensive line. So that, that's, that's fair. That's fair. We cannot ignore that. We can't. No, we, uh, we certainly cannot. And this is, uh, this is a puzzling one. I mean, Wisconsin was favored in this game. Michigan, for what it's worth, had lost their last 12 games in which they were underdogs. Uh, it was only a slight favorite. I think it ended at only like a one-point favorite. But nonetheless, uh, Jim Harbaugh snaps that streak mm-hmm. and uh, snaps the streak of really losing to Wisconsin regularly. I mean, this is this is a huge win on the road for Jim Harbaugh and the Michigan Wolverines today. But it's not like they were terribly impressive today. No, they Monte. weren't. Because here's my thing. When it comes to the Badgers, if you go back and watch every single game, let's go ahead and get rid of the Eastern Michigan game, right? But watch the, the rest three of the losses, right? Exactly. Watch the three losses. We come into the game, the Badgers get into the game playing two opponents. They're playing against themselves and themselves, and, and obviously the opponent across the line of scrimmage because what I'm seeing with this team is terrible ball security, placing that offense in, in terrible positions, uh, backed up, placing the defense on the opponent's side of the field. I mean, this team is beating themselves and then trying to beat the opponent as well. You will never make that work, ever. Never. Ever. No doubt about it. We're asking you, should Paul Christ be on the hot seat after today's Wisconsin loss to Michigan? As well as, are you worried about Wisconsin's playoff eligibility? You need to win six games in the regular season to be bowl eligible. They've only got eight left, and they need five more wins. And they've still got Iowa, Purdue, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota, and Illinois on the schedule, as well as Army and Rutgers. So. I'll be honest. I say no. I say they don't make it. You I don't say, think they'll win five more games? No, 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 I don't. I don't because let's look at this team. Let's look at their confidence. Let's look at how they hold themselves. This team lost to Penn State, right? Held their heads low, what have you. Came back, you know, beat a team that they should have beat. Then we play Notre Dame, right, after, after two weeks after Eastern Michigan. This confidence, as soon as something bad goes wrong, this team does not know how to rally and climb over that hill, climb over that hurdle, that adversity. They just lose again at home against Michigan, knowing that you got Iowa on your schedule too, who's arguably, I, I mean, th- that's a college playoff team, absolutely, especially with the ranking, of course. So yeah. my opinion, I'm saying right now, today, after this game, this is not a bowl team. This is not. And I think some of it might depend on the health and the status of Graham Mertz and Jake Ferguson, who both left today's game with chest in- injuries, respectively. Uh, so we'll, we'll keep, an, uh, keep right. an eye on, on the update from those two, but that certainly doesn't help. Uh, your chances moving forward. They've got Illinois on the road next week. Brett Bielema, the fighting Bielema's down in Illinois uh, next week. So it, it, it's going it's to be an emotional game. No doubt about it for both sides. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's an so emotional game. We'll see. We want to continue taking your calls. Should Paul Chris be on the hot seat? Are you worried about Wisconsin's bowl eligibility or anything else you've got in your brain after Wisconsin's 38-17 to loss to Michigan? This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day, brewed by Coors Light and presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. It's a new month, but the 555 is extended 
through the end of October. Get up to five years no interest, five months no first payment, and 5% same-day order savings too from Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Other competitors are saying wait till next year to replace your old windows and doors, but you can upgrade to Pella with installation in as little as eight weeks, plus you get the 555. Five years no interest, five months no first payment, and 5% same-day order savings. Set your free. That's a free consultation today at PellaWI.com. Certain restrictions do apply. See showroom for details. We'll keep hearing your reaction, and we'll keep reacting to the Badgers' loss next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. The action continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. afternoon badgers lose 38 to 17 this is espn wisconsin college game day on 94.5 espn in milwaukee 100.5 espn in madison we're live from the draft house in verona i'm alex strofe alongside former badgers running back monte ball a doke walker award winner a heisman trophy finalist Badgers don't have any of those guys this year. Oh, my goodness, man. And it, 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 they could use you. It, <laughs> I'll go check and see if I got some eligibility. Yeah, good. Some eligibility left and, uh, you know, lose probably about 50 pounds. But, uh, but anyways, besides that, my thing is this, man. Are we seeing heart from the Badgers? Are we seeing heart? Again, heart meaning it doesn't mean you need to end the game with a victory. But are we seeing these players play with heart? I say no. Because of 18 points in the fourth quarter of this game, 31, I think, last week, right? 30, I think 30 it was, last week, uh, Notre yeah. Dame in the fourth quarter. Are we seeing this team play with heart? That's frustrating. I need to, I need to see it. I are need they, to see it. Are they giving up? Yes. I mean, we saw yes. it with Michigan, and, you know, ironically enough. Yeah. We saw it with Michigan last year. Yes. Uh, where they literally ended up quitting. <laughs> yeah, but, Michigan was But gone. when they were playing Wisconsin, <laughs> they pretty much called it quits right on, right on the field. and. It almost feels like the Badgers have been doing that this year. Absolutely, man, and I always talk about it. I always say it, and I'm not going to stop saying it. Effort is one thing. Coaches do not want to even attempt to try to coach because you should not need me to get your hype. You know what's at stake. You know what you signed up for. You know we need to win games. Effort is what you can control as a player, period. There's many different outcomes that happen in the game that are out of your control, but your effort every single play is something that you control. I'm not seeing it. 844-770-3776 is your way into the show, either the talk or text line. We'll go to the talk portion right now. Paul and Madison, you're on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. How are you? I'm doing fine. You, you could be a Notre Dame fan, and they're down 17 nothing almost at halftime at home against Cincinnati. So, you know, oh, every, mm. every week is a, is a tricky week in college football. I'll, I'll just That's say it. I'm interested in Monty's reaction to this. I think this – I really think that people have let the success of this program and the expectations kind of get out of control, which is when you look back, you know, there are 15 teams in college football that can out-recruit the Badgers every single year. We all know who they are. The fact that Wisconsin has there have been plenty of seasons when they've been as good as most, many if not most of those teams and better than a lot of them is extraordinary and that they've been one of the top two or three teams in the league for almost 30 years now going back to Alvarez you know, against all odds and against where they've been before, you're going to have a season like this every now and then. The hammer's going to come down. Things aren't going to go right. And I think Chris deserves some patience. Let's see what he can do the rest of the year. Let's see if they can win eight games. 
and go to a decent bowl and salvage something. And then, you know, and then next year, who knows? But I just think that people, we expect too much of a program that has, that has punched beyond its weight for 25 years. And every now and then, things aren't going to go right. Paul, I, 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 I most definitely respect the heck out of your, your take right there. I most definitely do. But when, when we talk about 0-8 against ranked teams, when we talk about, you know, the direction that this program is going, yeah, we are spoiled. Let me start there. Us fans are most definitely totally. spoiled. But as a player, would you want your fans to have high expectations for you to at least finish the season with 80% wins or be like a Purdue or possibly a Northwestern where you're just fighting to have a 500-game winning season? Um, Purdue didn't have 30 years like the last 30 years. I mean, they had some years way back when with Greasy and Dawson and, you know, back mm-hmm. before I was born. Right. But, but you right. know, I think the program deserves more patience after 30 years of this. Maybe they're one or two bad years. Let's see how they come out of it. Okay. Okay. I, I, I Here's the deal. I, I think it's it's – I respectfully agree to disagree on uh, with you on that, although I do understand what you're saying. We are spoiled, absolutely. Um, but we have something's got to happen to where we jump off this trajectory because we are heading in the direction of being the bottom of the Big Ten. It's absolutely accurate. I mean, the way this is going, and, and I, I said it earlier, I can confirm it now. This is the first time that Wisconsin has been 1-3 to start a season since Barry Alvarez's first season in 1990. That's pretty serious. That was 31 years ago, Monte. That's, that's, that, that's a long time of a program not being 1-3 and three at the beginning of the season. <laughs> that's the, I mean, and, and the expectation should be high because yes. that, is, that is your result right there. Yes. It's been 31 years since the Badgers have been 1-3. And, and three. we're 0-8 against ranked teams. 0-8. What year were you born? I was born in 1990. So the year you were born was the last time oh, that the Badgers were one and three. Think was, about that. A great way to put it into perspective, right there. Yeah, because that 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 most definitely just hit a little differently than when you said it that way. It's been a while, man. And again, Paul from Madison. I I, I like the guy. I like what you're saying. But this is a good take. We're spoiled, but we but we but we do have high expectations for this team. We're not saying, you know, go out and destroy Alabama, destroy Georgia. Obviously, yeah, that's what we want. But how about we start playing better on the west side of the division? <laughs> How about we, we get back to first and second place in the west side? Right now, we can't even compete with the west side of our division. Yeah, no. we got we to gotta sound the alarm. I think so, too. So we're asking you, should Paul Christ be on the hot seat after the 1-3 and three start, the first 1-3 and three start for Wisconsin since Barry Alvarez's first season as head coach in 1990, 70.9% of you say yes on Twitter. 29.1% of you say no. The poll is up at ESPN Madison, at ESPN Milwaukee, or at Alex underscore Strofe. The seat is hot. 71% of you say yes for Paul Kritz. Now, there's, of course, the debate that we could have for hours whether or not Chris McIntosh will pull the trigger in his mm-hmm. first season as athletic director but but certainly something to consider a one and three start is unacceptable for the badgers and it, it just they're not showing me fire offensively no Monte, they're just they threw the ball 15 times with mertz eight times with chase wolf 23 times overall they run at 32 so they're establishing both sides of the game a little bit today but how much of that is out of pure frustration and, and trying to survive right trying to stay in the ball game is, yeah See, that's what I think is happening with Mertz, um, and, and, and he's trying to survive back there. 
He, I, I made sure I paid attention, heavily paid attention to the offensive line today, and he did have a person near him or in his face every single time he threw that football, probably except the two times where he threw it deep and connected. But he's out there scrambling for his life and running for his life, although he needs to focus more on obviously setting his feet because when he sets his feet, he's a completely different player. But, yeah, this offense, man, there's no fire, there's no growth, there's no building blocks that we're seeing from the previous week to this week. We're essentially seeing the same exact team each week, and you only want to see that when your team's winning. No doubt about it. No <laughs> doubt about it. Wisconsin College Game Day is brought to you by Cousin Subs. Do you want to watch the Packers play at Lambeau this season? Enter the Cousin Subs best seats in the house sweepstakes for your chance to win two tickets to a Green Bay Packers game. Sign up at CousinSubs.com. Cousin Subs, they believe in better. We'll continue to take your reaction, 844-770-3776, and we'll run through some tweets of the game. That's next on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. First time since 1990, the Wisconsin Badgers have started the football season with a record of one and three. That was Barry Alvarez's first season as the head coach. Take mm. that, take that for what it's worth. Mm. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day across ESPN Wisconsin. We're live from the Draft House in Verona, brewed by Coors Light, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Alex Strofe. He's the former Doak Walker award winner and Heisman Trophy finalist, former Wisconsin running back Monte Ball with us. And Monte, I mean, we, we talked about it before the break, but I want I want that just, just set in one more time. You were born in 1990. Yes, born in 1990. That was the last time the Badgers were 1-3 to start the season. Born in Mick first in Kansas in 1990. <laughs> Barry Alvarez is strutting into Camp Randall telling folks, to make sure you get your season tickets because before it's all over and said and done, I can't remember to quote him exactly, you're not going to be able to get any. That's a very long time, man. And I kind of want to yeah. revisit the conversation we had in regards to, you know, Barry coming in and shaking things up. And now McIntosh, first year, is he going to shake things up? That's a brilliant, little nice little parallel there, if he does it. If he does it. If he does it. If he does it, we will see. Uh, but certainly plenty of time for Paul Chris to get back on our good side. Still eight games left in the season. Illinois Army, Purdue, Iowa, Rutgers, Northwestern, Nebraska, Minnesota, mm -hmm. Wisconsin's remaining opponents the rest of the way. And we're with you the rest of the way. Each Saturday that the Badgers play, we're on two hours before kickoff and two hours following the game reacting to what we just saw, and it wasn't a good one today. 38-17, the Badgers lose. Actually, let's let's honor Fetty Wap, the rapper. Badgers <laughs> lose 17-38 today is the final score. Uh, let's get to some tweets of the game. Nope, maybe not. No, we're going to get there. We're going to get to those tweets. People are firing away let's, right now. Fingers you know, turn to Twitter fingers. Let's yeah. see what the trolls were saying. Here are today's tweets of the game on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Let's start about three hours ago. 
We want Chase Wolf chant echoing from the student section because he has his own personal force field that protects him from the ever-collapsing pocket. That from Bucky's fifth quarter. That's a brilliant tweet, though, because it's true. You're, you're, you're chanting for the second-string quarterback, but the offensive line is atrocious right now. Doesn't matter who's back there. It's no. going to be a bloodbath. No, it does not. Drew Ham on Twitter. The rest of this Wisconsin team doesn't deserve the Badgers' defense. <laughs> this is a scheduled tweet. He tweeted that. He had that written out before the game started. He went to his drafts. He he had that bad boy stored in his drafts. <laughs> Fellas, if you are a Badger player right now and you are listening and or if you catch this later on, the this is personal. Turn it around. Turn it around. So, uh, as I mentioned, we want Chase Wolf chants from the student section. Pack Fanatics tweets later. Y'all wanted Chase Wolf? Well, you got him. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> that one is, oh, my gosh. So, I missed it. I missed the chant. We were leaving. and uh, But, obviously, many, many fans heard that. Chase Wolf, obviously, is not getting it done. O-line needs to step it up. Uh, well, this tweet from Monte Ball 28. Uh-oh. Would you like to explain this? Uh-oh. You just tweeted a picture of, of a man <laughs> looking very shocked. What's that from? Uh, no idea, actually. No idea, but I love the facial expression because that's kind of how it is right now. It's it's where to point the finger. Who Who's to blame? Every single aspect of Badger football right now is playing well below average. Special teams, obviously, other than defense. Special teams, offense, coaching. That is my look right now. Go to my Twitter, MonteBall28, and check out that picture. Um, I, yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's bad. <laughs> it's, like, it's bad. What we got? What we got next? Uh, Chase Wolf currently meeting with the media. I just want to read this one. I believe I'm ready for every situation. I think I'm pretty mobile, so specific plays I think I can extend. I wasn't really able to do that today, but I think I can reply rely on that moving forward okay that's chase wolf just seconds ago to the media uh if he is thrown into the starting role given graham mertz was injured today uh hold on a second chase wolf i believe i'm ready for every situation no you're not you're not ready for an atrocious offensive line that's a situation and you, it's showing that you can't protect the football either um when it comes to obviously leading this offense o-line's got to step it up Take it personal. Turn it around. So I disagree with you, Chase Wolf. You're not prepared for every situation. Who's more to blame, the quarterback or the offensive line? And I don't care who the quarterback is, whether it's Wolf or Mertz. Or are you more disappointed with the quarterback play, the offensive line play, or does that kind of go hand-in-hand? Hand? I, I, I think it goes hand-in-hand. Hand. I really, really do. I think that when we talk about the offensive line, they need encouragement as well. They need an extra push from that quarterback. That's a very important unit right there. Uh, but I think it's uh, – obviously I'm disappointed in the quarterback play, but when we talk about the stats, the yards, et cetera, that offensive line is not doing a great job of controlling that line of scrimmage at, at all. They're just teeing off on them. No, you're, <laughs> you're absolutely right. I mean, it has been it's been really tough. I mean, this is – and it's been said a few times here on ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day over the course of the last few weeks, but this is probably the worst offensive line situation we've seen in – 
10 years? Oh, it, years? oh at least 10. Uh, that's that's the minimum, 10 years for sure. I think, well, I, I guess think, 10 years ago, you, you were running behind the offensive exactly, line. So yeah. it's before that. Exactly. And I had arguably the greatest offensive line in all of Wisconsin football history. Um, so, yeah, it's it's been a while, man. Uh, I, I mean, it could go way, way back. This offensive line is not doing well. Um and, 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 and I think it shows. Chase Wolf, I don't think, is a terrible quarterback. He obviously has room for improvement. But you literally have your number one quarterback not performing because he has somebody in his face. And then number two comes in and, and is on track to have the same stats as Mertz. Got to look up front. Well, he's thrown as many interceptions as him, at least. Right. I mean, uh, Chase Wolf <laughs> has thrown, what, like 11 passes this year. He's got two interceptions. He needed to throw a touchdown today, though, so that's uh, true. That's good. But right. Uh, we had many callers last week saying, all right, I think it's time to see Chase Wolf. So mm. let us ask you this. Who would you rather see start a quarterback against Illinois next week for the Badgers, Chase Wolf or Graham Mertz? 844-770-3776. I defer to you, Monte. Who would that's, you rather see ooh, next week, That's Mertz a tough question, Wolf? man. That is a tough question. Let me take a step back here real quick. Mertz got a little banged up, right? Yes, he did. Do we know exactly what happened? a chest injury but we do not know uh, he, he took a tough hit uh, okay. on one of the sacks he took okay so my opinion you start chase wolf you start chase wolf this could be one heck of a cinderella story for chase wolf literally it's right there in front of him he can most definitely help to turn this team around i got my start from you know unfortunately john clay and james white getting injured that's usually how it happens for players I do hope Mertz is okay. I do. I never like to see a player go down. Absolutely not. Um, I do not think all the blame is on Mertz. Um, but right now, I think you start a healthier quarterback and give this man the opportunity to turn this offense around. Yeah, Daxton Hill was the one who hit Graham Mertz on a sack, and uh, Graham Mertz eventually left the game after that when he took a blindside hit um, and was ruled out the rest of the game, as was tight end Jake Ferguson. So mm. certainly both concerning Injuries, but Monte, I disagree with you here. I don't okay. think you go Chase Wolf if Graham Mertz is available. Okay, I still think you stick with the guy, and and it seemed like he was starting to find his rhythm a little bit today against Michigan. Uh, you saw it near the end of the first half there when he connected with DK for that touchdown in the back of the end zone. Just a glory, like that right. was a beautiful place throw. It was. It was. And a great catch by DK, but I, I still think you roll with Graham Mertz. Like the potential is still. still I don't want to say sky high. I think it's a little bit lower than the sky. <laughs> but it's at least like, I don't know, skyscraper high. I, I hear um, you. I'm most definitely I, – I, I'm picking up what you're putting down. But, again, I, I like how we're strongly disagreeing with each other here uh, because my opinion, Chase, like I said, his stats, what, are they somewhat comparable? I mean, he's, he threw a great touchdown pass as well. I mean, so what we're seeing is two quarterbacks, it seems like they're battling for the position. Mertz goes down with an injury. Give this man, Chase Wolf the chance. Give him his opportunity. Yeah, he's thrown interceptions, but so has Mertz. Yeah. So has Mertz. So Mertz has had way more throws. We've got a, a slew of topics to chime, on, uh, chime in on, sound off on, as we're with you for the next hour until 4.30 here across ESPN Wisconsin. First topic, is Paul Christ on the hot seat? Should Paul Chris's employment be on the hot seat uh, as the Badgers fall to 1-3 and three this afternoon? The second question is, who would you rather have started quarterback next week at Illinois, Graham Mertz or Chase Wolf, assuming they're both available? And the third question we're asking you, are you worried about Wisconsin's playoff eligibility mm. as they have eight games remaining? They need to win five of them to be bull eligible. 
This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day brought to you in part by Pepsi. Buy Pepsi, get points, and gear up. This year, Badgers fans will be able to drink Pepsi, watch football, and get cool gear. It's this simple. Purchase specially marked Pepsi Wisconsin Badgers packages. Scan the QR codes on the pack and instantly find out if you've won a $50 FansEdge.com gift card. So simple. Buy a pack, scan the code, find out if you've won. Pepsi Zero Sugar, same great flavor, zero the sugar, and a proud partner of the Wisconsin Badgers. So if you've got a take on any of those three questions we're asking you or anything else in the Badgers' 17-38 to loss to Michigan today, hit us up on Twitter, at ESPN Madison, at ESPN Milwaukee, at Alex underscore Strofe, at Monte Ball 28 or on the ESPN Wisconsin Talk and Text Line, 844-770-3776. We continue your reaction next. It's ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. Post-game reaction continues next. This is ESPN Wisconsin College Game Day. 